0: Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. So, well, I hope you guys join with us uh, in this new kind of way of our online. uh, Uh, But, you know, we're going to press pause on what we're doing as a church through our, our series. And really, what God's doing and what we need to be doing in this season and uh, the world around us. And so, first of all, I want to say thank you for your prayers and encouragement and support to everybody. Showing our in person gathering. I mean, I'm not painting around this, but you guys that reached out, um, the guys are giving the encouragement in this season, praying for our and, and, uh, leaders. Uh, I just can't how much I appreciate that. That means so much leadership. And so, I want to say thank you for your support. In this city. I speak from my heart, uh, just let you know uh, kind of where we're coming from and what I believe God's today. Um, if you're like me, I was kind of living under a rock a um, few uh, this beginning of this, uh, this month. Uh, I was on vacation. We went to a conference in Orlando. Um, my family were on a trip to Disney World, and so we were out of town for about 11 days. And so I came back last week. Uh, man, what is going on? I, I was kind of looking around, I thought, man, I can't leave canceling this is crazy and by thursday night we're like in board meetings trying to figure out what we're going to do and so like many of you uh you see the anxiety you see that you see the panic you've seen uncertainty uh you know as well as i do the coronavirus spreading people are panicked you've been to walmart come on you've seen the empty shelves you know what's going on uh sporting events camps conferences concerts uh some of you guys played basketball uh to empty stands even yes markets up and down you've seen schools go to virtual learning uh some of you bought all the toilet paper come on somebody and you just share it i know like you don't want to share it but i'm telling you you gotta uh but the question i will ask this morning is what do we do What is our next step uh as the body of christ as Christ believers, what's our next step for this country and individually and so i think there's two extremes that we're going to fall into and i think each of us need to recognize we have a bias for one or the other uh the one the first extreme is to be underreacting uh, and this is my uh, tendency. The big deal. Where's the other side? It is what it is. Uh, and then the other side is to overact, and you're the person about all of the uh, the journal the toilet paper and the baby wipes, and you're going to be a hermit and you're going to recluse from everybody, isolate, insulate for the next six months. And so what I'll do is take some time to talk about what we're going to do as a church. What I believe Christ wants us to do. The first thing is this: is that we'll be preparing. Uh, Decision to go online, not have a a fear and panic preparation. And so uh, this was something we thought through and prayed through and just said this is what's best for our city in this time. I believe we need to be proactive and not reactive in our leadership, uh, not to make any long term decisions uh, in this moment, but to only think one step at a time day by day. And I'm not an expert in the coronavirus. uh, 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 but I don't know if the experts even know exactly what they're coming up with and what they're going to do in this situation. But I just want to encourage you as Jesus followers today uh, that we can have hope in Christ, that we are his disciples. And so I want to remind you guys of what I do know, and, uh, and that's are under the shadow uh, we can be strengthened in this moment. And so I want to talk about what Jesus wants us to do in this season. And I think the first thing is this, is that we're going to be driven by hope and not by fear. Uh, we're going to be driven by the hope of the cross. And we're going to settle our hearts because we're driven by what Jesus has done. Uh, it says in John 14, comforting his disciples, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't, don't be uneasy. Don't be worried. Don't be concerned. Don't be afraid. You believe in God, believe also. I know the anxiety. Uh, if we're even us going online, it, I mean, there's a lot of tension and decision-making It's tough, but I want to encourage you. We can be at ease today because of what Christ has done for us. He encourages us in John 14. He says, I'm leaving you a gift. It's a gift of peace of mind and heart. Uh, and this peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. I love that, that Jesus gives us something that the world cannot even give us. And so we're called to open that gift and remind ourselves every single day by faith uh, that we're here for a purpose and that the peace of God is going to rule in our life. So don't be troubled or afraid is what it says. And to be honest with you, that's obviously a pretty scary moment for us in leadership to say, hey, let's uh, take a time out and let's not meet in person we're gonna go online on, only in gatherings online only in life groups online only uh, for our youth group uh, we're going to do online for for kids and virtual stuff uh, we're going to just move back and, and we're going to isolate a little bit and to be honest with you that's a scary moment but the reality is we have a peace because we're doing doing what god has called us to do and i just want to be real honest when the community is stopping gathering when they when they're shutting down i believe it's the correct response for the church uh, for us, we believe is to shut down as well our gatherings. Uh, this is not the thing we need to be doing in this time. And so we believe this is the best way to love our city. Uh, we know uh, that we're gonna get, if we gather it up, uh, the world is not going to come out to our gathering. The church doesn't exist for itself. It exists for the world around us. It's just not the thing we should be doing. There's people that need us. Uh, we think of others first. We believe this is the best way for us to love our neighbor in this season. Uh, we do not do not know how long this season is gonna be. We're taking it day by day, uh, but we believe God has a purpose for this. And I wanna make it clear that we didn't say we're stopping our church. Uh, I had a couple people ask me uh, what, what we're stopping the church. It's like, no, 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 we're stopping meeting uh, in person as the church, but you're not stopping the church. I'm telling you, it's going to take more than a virus to shut down the church. Matter of fact, I think some of us need to go viral in this moment. Uh, we need to share our faith and be contagious to other people with our Christianity. There's people looking for hope in this moment, and we're called to be hope dealers. We're called to, people to point people to Jesus in this moment. The world is kind of freaking out. And we are not from this world and we have a hope that's greater. We live in the shadow of the cross. And I believe there's a great opportunity in this season, even though we're not together, uh, that we can bring Jesus to people. I'd encourage you to invite people to our online gatherings, to invite people to life groups, even though we're not in person, nobody is meeting in person. And so there's fear and panic, but you know what? I believe that God has a purpose through all this. And we believe we're gonna be driven by hope and not by fear. I love what it says in Philippians For it says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus." I love it. The peace of God is only from heaven. And so, the best thing we do in this season is to pray. And so, one of the things we want to do and launch out starting today is 21 days. Of prayer, uh, we're going to relaunch this, and we're going to focus in around the uh, the needs of our city, and our community, and our church. And uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but today is declared a national day of prayer. And so, I would encourage you to follow us on social media uh, through emails. You're going to see this, and we're going to be serious about praying in this season for those who need help, those who are hurting. Praying for our community, for our leadership. Uh, there's people struggling financially uh, uncertainty there's people that are emotionally erect there's people that are isolated there's people who need help getting groceries man we, we're going to focus in as a church and we're not going to gather we're going to scatter we're going to be the church and the number one thing we do in this moment is pray that's going to bring the peace of god in our life and so maybe this morning you just need to take a moment just take a breath and say god has got this. He is in control. God is not in heaven. He is not wiping his hands and Going, oh man, what am I going to do now? Uh, he is He is not surprised. He knows exactly what's going on in this moment, and our God is faithful. He's in control. Uh, he, he is not going to leave us or forsake us. He's working all things for good, and so maybe you're in a moment of uncertainty. Man, just take it step by step. We're going to live by faith and live driven by hope and not by fear. I love what it says in 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Man, if you're afraid of something, that's not the that's not the power of God. That's not the voice of God. Uh, that That is not what you should be doing. We need to live in an hope-filled, purpose-driven life. And so we're not going to be panicked. We're going to be a people of peace. Uh, we're not going to react in fear. No, we're going to be driven by hope this morning. So that's the first thing I believe God wants to do. Second thing is this. I believe God wants us to to be his servants and not slaves of anxiety. In this season, we could be so isolated uh, that we're no longer effective and no longer doing the thing that God has called us to be and his people being a light to the world. And so this season, I believe God's called us to serve. Uh, to be his hands and feet while everybody's hoarding up everything. I think God's calling us to give stuff away, uh, to pray, to lead, uh, to go to on the phone, to care for people, to deliver food, to clean stuff, whatever they need. Uh, we're going to be that person. I love what it says in Philippians 2. It says, Do, don't be selfish. Uh, Don't try to impress others. Be humble. thinking of others above yourself. Don't look only out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. It says in Luke 6, give to everyone who begs from you. This might have been you in the Walmart aisle this last week. Give to everyone who begs from you and from one who takes away your goods, don't demand them back. And as you wish others would do to you, do also to them. So in modern terms, this means this. If someone wants to take your toilet paper pack, you got to turn the other cheek. Come on, somebody. I worked all week on that. All right, but we got turned turn to the chief. We're called to give back and, and, and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, this hits home for my wife and I, um, I mean, in a very real way. Uh, my wife, she's a nurse practitioner at a children's hospital in town, and her area of the hospital has basically been sectioned off as hey, if you have these symptoms that may look like corona, you're going to be put over here. And so my wife is working frontline, um, like the very first person you're going to meet is gonna be her and other people in her role they are gonna help you figure out if you have this or don't have this. And So she's living on the front line like the last few days she's been at work. And so this is just increasing, increasing, increasing. And that sets home for us because I know my wife is sitting like right there with everybody that's coming and getting tested and may have it. And so it's, it's a reality for us but I appreciate there's so many of you that are in leadership or in the front line of where you're at today. I don't encourage you to stay in the front line of where God's called you to go. Matter of fact, the early church um, they were faced with extreme persecution and some of them even lost their lives for their faith. But I'm telling you, the early church didn't run the Walmart and collect all the goods and hoard it up for themselves. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Bible says something completely different as the body of Christ. It said in Acts chapter 2, it said all the believers were together, had everything in common. It said they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Man, I believe there's going to be some needs that God has called us to meet in this community. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but we are like putting inroads to figure out how we can serve, but we got to be available and willing. I'm asking you guys to be unified together as a church that we're going to mobilize. We've been gathering, but now we're going to scatter. I believe God's called us to do that. And it said every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, ate together with gladness to your hearts. Uh, We're going to continue to be the church. Uh, I know it feels like you're skipping out on church, being online, but we're not skipping the church. We are the church. God has called us to live a daily faith. I love that. If you miss us, at every day they continue to be together. Every day they're in unison. I know we're in isolation at some level, but we're not gonna insulate. And so we might be far away, but you know what? We're going to stay connected. And so our life groups are going online, but we're doing everything we can to keep you guys in relationships. I believe that's where God wants us to be. And so we're going to be sent out a form later today that will will ask you how the coronavirus is affecting you and your family and and the community you're in. If you need any help, you need any prayer, maybe you feel like uh, you can't get groceries or maybe uh, you're affected financially. And so we're just going to be here along this journey with you and just stay connected with us every step of the way. We want to pray for you and meet the needs as they come up and so for us uh, we're turning our dream team into really a care team uh, I know we have a dream team that's really said hey we're taking a step back uh, and there's not a lot of serving opportunities in the church we're not gathering but we're gonna scatter out we're gonna serve as you, as you're available to serve in our community and make a difference for maybe delivering meals we've reached out to uh, the Ray Peck Foundation the Bellman Foundation and said hey whatever you need call us first uh, we're here to serve, maybe it's delivering meals, maybe it's helping cleaning the school, uh, whatever it is. We've talked to the superintendent of the Belton School District, hey, whatever you need, we're following your lead. Uh, we're here to help, we're here to serve, uh, we can, we're going to make a difference. We're going we're gonna to be the we're gonna be forerunner, we're going to run to the problem as the church. And so for us, that's what we're called to do. I still believe the church is a spiritual refuge place for people in our city. Uh, just because we're online doesn't mean we're not going to reach our mission. And so I want to encourage you, uh, don't feel like we're doing some second-class church. Uh, Bring people to these gatherings. Invite them. Uh, Send out the link. Encourage people. Pray for people. Be the neighbor that God's called to be. I promise you, people are struggling. Uh, You can look on social media and see all the different feelings about it. But I encourage you, man. Be the neighbor God's called to be and bring them hope. Uh, Share with them love of Jesus. Maybe share this post. I mean, use every platform you can to be the love and hands and feet to Jesus. I'm gonna tell you something. We're not gonna stop worshiping. Amen. I know you can't say amen, but you can you can put on the thing. We're not gonna stop worshiping. We're not gonna stop seeking God together. God has called us. It's gonna take a lot more than a virus to shut down our church. And so I was praying that we're going to be contagious as Christians. I believe people are looking for hope in this season. Matter of fact, in Acts chapter two, when they were persecuted and broken down, this is what the church did. It said they continued to meet together. They broke bread. They praised God and joined the favor of people. And look at this last sentence said, and the Lord adds a number daily those who are being saved. I believe Jesus can do something in this season that he couldn't do in any other season. And I believe that you guys are the ones that carried that torch and live that out in that daily faith. And so be encouraged. Man, be hope-filled. God has a purpose and a plan for this. And uh, we're going to be his servants in this season. We're not going to run to isolation by ourselves. But no, we're going to put God right in the middle of this through prayer, encouragement. Be around each other. Our life groups, I know a lot of you uh, have not joined a life group. Maybe you've just been coming and not a part of it. Man, you need to get a life group. I'm just going to be bold as possible. This is the best way. Maybe the only way you're going to really stay connected. And so just join a life group. They're going to meet on Zoom online and give us some patience as we get everything figured out. But we're turning all that over because we want you guys to stay in relationship with each other. Last thing I believe God wants us to do is he wants us to shine brightest in our darkest days. Uh, this definitely is not the, the the season I would have written, but you know what? God has put us here for a purpose, and even though we shut the front door of the church, I believe God has opened it wide open for us to be servants and light to the community. I believe it says in Matthew chapter 5, it says, You're the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone. If you were here, I'd tell you to say everyone, but you're not. But it gives light to everyone, which is absolutely amazing. And so what he's saying is even though we're isolated and your light's over here by itself, we're not going to insulate it and put it under a bowl. We're going to let it shine. And God's calling to let your light shine. So one of your best platforms is just social media like how you're posting and what you're saying and your attitude and your faith and your boldness in Jesus. I mean, you let that light shine. You're going to have an opportunity to let your light shine. We're going to send kids information out. You're going to get an email here in about 30 minutes. It's going to give you a way to help uh, lead your family and you lead your kids during this season We're not being in person. You can let your light shine with your kids and your family. There's videos, there's there's curriculum, there, there's uh, there's music, there's worship. Be a part of that. You can let your light shine to community. We're going to ask you guys to step up and serve in ways that may be a little uncomfortable in this season. And you can let your light shine that way. Let your, Just let your light shine. Don't, don't isolate and insulate, just isolate from each other. Uh, During this time, I know people are uh, afraid, they're unsettled, there's anxiety, but we're going to be hope dealers. Amen. We're going to stand up and say, you know, we got, we got the reason uh, that Jesus hasn't changed. We're going to just help you settle your heart. We're going to be here emotionally. We're going to be here when you're, you're walking through this. And so this virus may be highly contagious, but I believe your faith is even more contagious. And this season, I believe God's going to do a work. He can only do and it's going to happen through each of you and every one of you unifying together saying, Hey, you know, we're behind this. A church is more than a building. It's more than a, a, this online gathering. It is you. You are the picture of Jesus to everybody you're around. Man, be full of faith, be full of encouragement. Man, this is your opportunity to share Jesus, to live out the things that God wants you to do. I'm praying for that movement to happen. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're, we've already uh, begin the process to donate uh, money to certain um, uh, organizations or community that are caring for the marginalized. People aren't gonna get the resources they need. You guys are part of that when you give here. Uh, we've reached out to the foundations that I talked about to deliver meals. We talked to the superintendent. We're just making ourselves available to anybody and everybody that needs help in this season. Maybe it's delivering food, uh, we're definitely praying. You're gonna see your online presence absolutely explode in this season. And I just believe this, we're not of this world. God's put it here with a purpose, and uh, we're gonna be heavenly minded. We're not gonna be panicked. We're prepared. Uh, we're not gonna just wash our hands, but we're gonna wash the feet of our community. And I'm asking everyone to be participant in this, whether it's just praying or whether you're gonna say, you know, what, I'm gonna deliver some food to people who may not get fed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my attitude about how I'm, what I'm posting on social media. Man, I'm gonna be available to lead in life. I'm gonna join a life group. Whatever it is for you, I pray that you would be willing to wash the feet of our community and let our light shine the brightest in the darkest of days and if you're just full of anxiety and doubt and maybe a fear of the unknown uncertainty i want to encourage you with a few things that jesus said he said this do not be worried about tomorrow That every day is enough trouble of its own. We're just going to take one step at a time. We don't know where this is going to go, what's going to happen. But by faith, we're going to walk with Jesus day by day. We're not going to make long-term decisions. We're just going to work systematically. Just say, God, you know, today, give me what I need. Give me what I need. We're not going to hoard up. We're not going to buy out Walmart. Come on, we're not going to get the flat semi with 50 pallets of toilet paper. No, we're just going to live day by day the way God has called us to live. We're going to walk by faith. Uh, not by sight. Something only comes from God. I believe God has given us a spirit, not of fear, but, but of, of a sound mind. I believe God wants us to be full of faith and live and uh, hope and be driven to the cross. And ultimately we're going to say, God, not my will, but yours be done. So just like I said in Philippians, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, everything. If there's ever a season, where this is everything, this is that season. So I wanna invite you to be a part of our 20 days of prayer. I'll invite you to just be praying uh, for for our country, for the world, and really for our leadership and for those affected by this, those on the front lines, um, those of uh, students. I mean, this is a great opportunity to lead the way and be selfless as the church. And so we're gonna go before God. We're different. We're full of hope and not fear. We're servants of God, we're not slaves to anxiety, and we're gonna shine brightest in our darkest days. I wanna leave you with this verse, and I think it's so powerful for us to remember in this season, In 2 Corinthians 4. It says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. This. this is all from him. We, have, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. This morning, if you need hope, I want to remind you, just tell yourself today, hey, I'm going to be driven by hope and not by fear. I believe God's a purpose for this. And we're just inviting you to step in, lean into God. If there's ever a season to start praying, to start getting your Bible, to start leading your family. I mean, just take a step back and say, man, I don't have it all together, but God, you can do something. This is that season. Man, we're going to be driven by the hope in Christ today. Father, come before you. God, I pray for those that are struggling. God, they've walked in this season that are hurting, uh, that maybe don't know if they're going to get paid next week. They don't know if their kids are going to school. They're figuring out childcare. Uh, They've been maybe affected in a very real way uh, from the coronavirus. Maybe there's just unsettling fear of uncertainty, uh, whatever they're struggling to heart. God, I pray for those people this morning that are walking through this, that they'd find your hope and your peace. God, they'd rest in you today, something maybe haven't done this whole week or maybe in their life. And so today I pray that we just settle our hearts on you, God, that we would be driven by hope, not by fear. God, we know that we are servants of you and not slaves to anxiety. And God, I pray that we'd be lights in the darkest time that we're walking through uh, and maybe in our hearts. I pray that we turn to you in this season. I want to take a moment just to pray for you guys encourage you. If you need hope today, hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And so I wanna encourage you to put your hope in Jesus. You're gonna be born again. Your God's forgiven your sins. You're gonna walk a different path. You're gonna have a father that cares about you, who loves you, He's gonna stand beside you. He's not gonna leave you or forsake you. In this moment, if you're like, I don't know where to turn, just turn to Jesus. The good news is that Jesus came to us in the worst part of the universe. He came to our corner and he died on the cross for our sins so we can make a way to know him. He wants to give us a life, an abundant life. He says he's gonna give us more than we can even ask or Imagine so. I want to encourage you, man, to turn to Jesus, He knows exactly what's going on. There's a purpose through what you're going through. And if you need Jesus, the Bible says very clearly, anybody calls the name of Jesus will be saved, you'll be transformed, you'll be made new. So, if that's you you need Jesus, I want to encourage you uh, to pray this prayer uh, to ask God into your life today. Pray this with me, say, Father God. Thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus. I'm in certain times, but God, I'm certain of this, that you love me and you sent your son to down a cross for me. And I pray for him to come my life and change me, make me new. God, give me peace that only comes from heaven this morning. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, love you guys. Um, give us some love to people who may have come to Christ. And we're give you some next steps to follow up. And uh, be praying for us. And we're praying for you. And uh, we'll stay connected. Love you guys. Thanks for all you're doing. And um, we know God is in the middle of this. And we're gonna be driven by hope today.
1: Um, that's you today. The prayer you just prayed is not the end of your journey, but it is the beginning. And so let me encourage you. You can still text RL next to 97000. Tell us about your story. Tell us what God's doing in your life and how you have begun a journey with him. And let me one more time, take a minute to talk about what Sean alluded to, but you've got to get connected to a group in this season. God did not make us to be alone. And actually there's actually nerding scientific studies that show like when people lack connection and communion with each other, it actually negatively affects their health. It it devastates the lives of small kids and things and so get together, get connected even though we aren't meeting on person. If you're on our dream team and you haven't joined a life group or if you attend Real Life Call at Home or you're just visiting, get to our website reallifechurchkc.com. Click on a group there. We're getting the online platform set up. We'll get you connected to everything you need to know to stay connected with people but you've got to get connected in this season. Especially Especially, you know, in these times of uncertainty, not knowing what the next day by day is going to hold, you know, am have I, you know, I going to get paid? Do I have a job? You know, some of you are financially hurting already, and this is a huge stressor. Do I have a place for my kids to go? Maybe just personally you're stressed and concerned, and you have anxiety about what's actually going to happen in our community. You may already be sick or worried about how the virus is going to affect you. Maybe you need emotional support or have some tangible needs in your life. You know, I can't get Toilet paper. I can't get food for my family. I need some of those things. Get connected. Get connected to that forum. We have groups and people and leaders in place who want to help you, who want to help be the hands and feet of Jesus so that together we can show how powerful our God is and just show the world what hope we have when we're connected to Him. And so, I want to encourage you one more time, get connected, stay connected in this season. We're actually excited for what God is doing in our midst. He, um, He's the great physician. He's all-knowing. And so I'm just really excited to see what he's going to do next um, in his kingdom. And so let me just pray for a moment as we are um, moving into just contemplating in our giving moment. God, you're so good. And we thank you for what you are doing in our midst. We love you. And we're just... Waiting to see how you're going to move in this season, God. We know that you're faithful. We know that you are not surprised. You're not a God that puts fear in us, but you give us peace and hope. And so in this season, I pray that we would stay connected to each other as the body, but so that our light would shine bright. Your word says that the world will know that we're Christians because of how we love each other, how we're connected to each other. And I pray that would be so evident in this season, God. And as we do continue in our generosity and in our connectedness and the ways that we can serve God, I pray that you will be blessed by that, God. want our gifts and our generosity and our time of service to be something that blesses you and makes your name famous God we just love you so much and we are grateful for what you're doing in our midst in Jesus name amen we're just going to worship together one more time to celebrate what God is doing and just that he is such a good God that not only do we have hope in this moment but hope for all of eternity because of what he's done for us so let's worship
2: I sin, lost without hope, with no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in. When death was arrested, my life began. a lash was redeemed, only beauty remained. My orphan heart was given a name. And my morning grew quiet. My feet rose to dance. But when death was arrested, my life began. Oh, your grace
3: so free watches over.
2: chains, I'm a prisoner no more. My shame was a ransom me faithfully bore. He
3: canceled my debt and he called me his friend. When death was arrested in my
2: so come on
4: time in god's presence today you know whether we're together or whether we're together online i know that god is in it i hope you guys really leave today encouraged i hope that you've regained some hope over the fear that you know that god has us in control i just want to thank pastor sean for that good word just thank for that encouragement i hope you guys leave here also looking for just the opportunities to serve i know god's got something great in this even if we don't understand it now God will use this. God will use you. So again, thank you so much for being here. I want you guys to know that we're always praying for you. We're constantly praying for you guys. But be looking for your email coming out that'll give you an opportunity for you to get with us. Send us your prayers. Send us your needs. We're waiting to hear from those. We want to encourage you and we want to help you in any way that we can. So be looking for that email. And remember, as we're finishing up here, Anybody and everybody and whoever finds Jesus discovers or whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. I can't wait to see you guys in life groups and can't wait to see you guys next time. Thank you so much.
0: This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit RealLifeChurchKC.com.